sorry, y'all, of course, I would be the one to start having a clear motto when I hit record, of course. Huh, wouldn't be any other way if I wasn't myself. I mean, like I tell people, I ain't everybody cup of tea, okay? And I'm cool with it. I'm okay with it. I'm all right because I'm my cup of tea and I love me. Anyways, good morning, buenos dias, buenos dias, buenas tardes, buenas noches. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever it may be. Where you at at the moment that you're watching or listening to this. Because I'm recording my podcast at the same time as recording my YouTube. I have a session coming up in like 35 minutes. And I want to have an amazing session with this person. It's a discovery call. So I'm trying to see if, you know, how it's going to go. And I just... I need to clear my head and my mind and be centered and and be able to provide this person everything that they deserve in this session that we're about to, you know, embark in. So I figured, hey, so let's just clear out some stuff, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, whatever might be mind bothering me or just maybe talking about it will just make me not feel nervous. And I'm full transparency, I'm going to tell you guys why I'm a little nervous. YouTube, I'm sorry for my hair being all over the place, but y'all know I got hair problems. Used to have cute hair, moved down here, and humidity just kills my hair. But, um, I don't know why I put you all there over there, knowing I can knock you down. Let me just put you over here. I'm facing this direction anyways, so let me just put you over here. Then I ain't got to lean to the side. And it is what it is. And technically, you're right in front of me, so I shouldn't sound so low. I mean, I have everybody tell me, like, they like the content, but I be low. I can't control my mic problems. Even if I use the mic from the laptop, I just don't talk loud anymore like I used to. I used to be loud. I used to hear my big-ass voice when you were coming around the damn corner. But life happens, and one of the shits that happened, I, my, my, I don't know, my tone just... Unless I'm really angry, that's the only time. And then even then, now I start getting body cramps. And yeah, I ain't trying to go through all that. But um, full transparency. The reason why I think I'm a little, you know, nervous about this is because we already had one. And she's my cousin. Um, and... I see aspects of her life. She sees aspects of my life. So I feel like this is just my personal opinion, you guys. I'm just throwing it out there for in case if she watches this, hears this, or somebody else does. But um, my personal opinion and why I moved the way that I moved, my life is all over the place. And anybody who watches it knows that my life is all over the place. But obviously, I've survived 42 years. So... I'm not really that all over the place. To a regular person who doesn't have a mind like mine, then yes, it does look like it's all over the place. But internally to me, it makes sense. If that makes sense. Okay? Because of how I process things. So, but I've always been since young, since young, the person that can fix everybody else's shit, but struggles with her own because of my trauma. Because of what I've been through. So I don't inflict my trauma on other people. You feel me? I use my trauma as a motivator to help other people avoid shit 
that I've seen or I've seen happen or I've been through or whatever. But when it comes to my own life, because of the lack of a father, the lack of a, a real mother and actual love and affection and attention and being told I love you instead of being told you ain't shit, you ain't never going to be shit. All of that has affected me mentally, which I'm still working through. I'm still a work in progress. Ain't nobody perfect. But I'm better than what I was, you know, 10 years ago mentally. My life was more together back then, which is hilarious to me when I sit back and I think about it, than what it is right now. But my mentals are way more, I mean, they're bad, don't get me wrong. But I don't know how to explain this. I don't even know why I'm trying. Let me stop lying. I know why I'm trying because I'm trying to educate and support and I can't do that if I can't explain what my situation is so somebody else can resonate with it or understand. Darling that this is why you're doing it. Are you one of those? Yeah. Okay. So back to what I was saying. Um but yeah, so I didn't really push her because to me her life has always been good. You know what I'm saying? Um but I don't know a lot of the internal stuff, so I didn't really push. I had my own intuitions telling me to, like, you know, go in this direction, but I doubted myself during her session. I don't know. I allowed her to intimidate me, even though she wasn't doing anything. You got what I'm saying? But she just moved down to Florida, sold her house from Connecticut, bought a one in Florida, has money left over from the sale. Like, she's got a good job from what I understand her boyfriend is decent so like I'm intimidated I'm in a motel with rats you feel me but that was at the beginning stages of me trying to find clients my security and within myself was not what it is now and my belief within myself at that point was not what it is now now I'm ready to go in cousin and no cousin i'm ready to go in on this session like you a complete stranger but i'm you know what i'm saying a little nervous though because i didn't botch the first one but i didn't really give it my all you feel me and that wasn't cool and i shortchanged her and it was bothering me and it was heavy on my heart from the time we had our session this has been like a month and a half now. and I feel like God just kept sitting on my heart and keeps telling me, you're not done. That that picture that's being painted that you see is not really the picture that's there. So what you about to do? You already helped one cousin. What you about to do for the other one? You feel me? Like, you know, you know. So if you know, then stop acting like you don't know. And I'm sitting over here like, Podcasters, I'm just turning around, looking, you know, around me. You feel me? Trying to figure out who this voice was talking to. But um, that's that was me. I was just really like me. I'm me. I'm I'm me. Man, listen. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. I am a cocky person, but I'm not really a cocky person. I'm a contradictory person. I portray the highest cockiness there fucking is. Okay, like. And I know that because even when my cousin was talking to me the other day, telling me about, you know, my channel and her people and stuff. And I think I posted that or I'm going to post it. I'm not sure. It should be coming up on the schedule. 
Um, I don't know if this is going to come up before or after. I, I post all over the place. It's like my life, you guys. All over the place, okay? <coughs> That's why I say I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And this channel is not going to be everybody's cup of tea. <coughs> but in order to show your real life, I got to be who I am. I can't be anybody else. I can only be me. You feel me? That's that's all I can give you is just me. The raw deal. What you see is what you get. I can be a bitch. I could be a sweetheart. I'm just like a fucking Sour Patch Kid, okay? Never know which one you're going to get. Like Forrest Gump. Life is like a box of chocolate. You never know which one you're going to get. Pretty much, okay? Pretty much. That's what I am, okay? So sometimes, you know, you got to take me with a grain of salt. You feel me? Sometimes you got to take me with a grain of sand. You feel me? You just... Take it how you want to take it, because I'm still going to deliver how I deliver it. And how you perceive it, that's on you, boo. You feel me? But I know what I'm saying when I deliver. So how you perceive it, that's on you. If something resonates with you, cool. If it doesn't, cool. Morning. If Good morning. If you're feeling a certain type of way about the way certain said, then my bad. But that's just me. You feel me? Can't change who I am. I'm not going to mold myself to you guys. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I've already done that for like 39 years of my life molding myself to my mother and everybody else no i'm not doing that no more i'm standing as myself and i'm coming to you as a myself and you can either embrace me or send me along my way and i'm not gonna have my feelings hurt either way i've already been there and i've been bashed and destroyed and stepped on and buried and burned and chopped up and all this shit And it'll get me mentally, but not emotionally. That's the difference. Mentally, it'll be like, man, these motherfuckers, for real, I can't get no damn support. I can't get no love. Like, I can't get no comments. I can't get no DMs. No, don't get me wrong. I don't know why I said that last one, because I do get DMs, and it'd be just whatever. Neither here nor there. But I'm just saying, like, I could mentally, but I'm not going to sit there. <gasps> that person told me this oh no it's gonna make me mad it's not gonna make me sad it's gonna make me mad it's gonna make the homicidal side of me be like listen here motherfucker don't you see the title of my page parenting with mental illness don't fuck with me don't fuck with me because if i don't give a fuck about my life that means i don't give a fuck about yours okay the only three lives that i care about are the three that i gave birth to all right, that is it. That is the only thing holding me to this earth, and that is the only thing that keeps me pushing every day from the time I get up to the time I go to sleep and in my sleep. I swear to God, I feel like I'm telling myself, bitch, you better not die, bitch. You can't die, bitch. You can't leave these kids. What you doing? What you doing? I'm just saying, like, I can see I can see myself sleeping, literally, like, telling myself that, like, you still got three C's to raise. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm uh sir. I got issues, y'all. I got issues. But um, I'm on here because, like I said, I need to get off some of this energy. I need to go into this coaching session with a straight mind frame. One point, you know. Oh, you want to know what's so cool, though? So I started my inspirational email messaging campaign on Monday. I sent out the first batch of inspirational emails to who are on my you know list. If you guys want to sign up, feel free to go to my coaching website and just sign up. It's coachingwithlinetteh.com. And Lynette is spelled L-I-N-E-T-T-E. Okay? Y'all should know that. All right? But I'm just saying. I'm just going to throw it out there for any newbies that don't know that and first time listening to me or hearing me and trying to figure out who this crazy woman is. Y'all can find more information on there. You feel me? Like, what I do. You feel me? But, um... Yeah, so I sent my first batch of inspirational emails. 
and in that email I attached a YouTube link to a technique that my therapist that I just started seeing had told me about and it's called the butterfly effect I've been posting it on my platforms I just haven't posted it on IG but I posted it on my coaching Facebook I posted it in my parenting mental illness Facebook group and I posted on parenting mental illness group um and I sent it out in my inspirational email if you guys sign up I can, you know, send you that one, you feel me, so that you guys can have it. But it's supposed to be a technique that you do to yourself whenever you have high anxiety or just feel insecure, unsafe, or whatever. You just, like, you know, uh, cross over your arms, like if you were going to hug yourself, and then just keep going all the way up your arm and down your arm really slow while slowly breathing in. And if you want to close your eyes, because I sometimes do it with my eyes closed, it really does feel like somebody is, like, comforting you, even though you're comforting yourself. So it does, like, it did bring me down, because this therapist does trigger me, and it kind of, like, helped me, like, deal with her for the rest of the session. So that's why I put it in my inspirational email, because I was like, bro, this really worked for me. If it worked for my little all-over-the-place bipolar and everything else, then I know it's going to work for anybody else, you feel me? So I put it out there, and I sent it out. On Monday night, she's one of the people on my contact list, my cousin. Even though I botched her first session, I still added her onto the list because I still want to inspire her the way that I can and cheer for her in any way that I can. So, plus I got a point to prove, you feel me? Like, I, my life may be all over the place, all right? But that don't mean that I would have y'all life all over the place, you feel me? Contrary, I'm a lot more in control of it than I am of mine because it's an outside person that can see shit you feel me like I see solutions in mine but it's getting there that just makes it very difficult mm. and another point I gotta make before I go back to my inspirational email is a lot of the shit that I've been through in my life and I have not been fully transparent when it comes to that I haven't told the full story to some of the stuff cause it requires other people's parts that played in it um, but if you guys really were to get the full story, y'all would know that us ending up in this motel, I did make a couple of retarded decisions, but it was other people's actions that landed us here. Like, even in this, this state, it landed us here, like, period. Um, so, can't judge what you don't know. And in all my stories that I tell, I always say I'm not going to, you know what I'm saying, give somebody else's information. But it's just that to avoid having any problems, because I still am in contact with, you know, some people that played a part. Because uh, they aren't any harm, per se. So there was no reason to eliminate them. And it's hard to explain without explaining. So... Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna go. I kind of feel like I want to explain it and just say fuck it. You feel me? So that people won't look at me like, bitch, how you gonna try to help me with my life but you ain't got your shit together? Hmm. I gotta find a way to do this because I'm gonna put one scenario, okay? Maybe this will explain. I'm not gonna put the scenario that brought us down here or that got us into this place, but I'm gonna put a scenario that didn't help either so put it like this back when I was pregnant with my son 
I had a storage unit that had all of my stuff in it. That included all of Bebas, who's sitting right there, baby stuff and everything. The handmade outfit my aunt who passed away sent me from Puerto Rico so she can come home from the hospital with, which I was holding on to that for her. Um, I had to help my mom fix her car. This is when she had the table and the pellets in the engine went, I think it was. And I felt responsible because I was driving it at the time when it happened. I was going back home. And so at this time, she was working at Stratford and I was working in Bridgeport at a, a daycare center as a head priest, toddler teacher. And I, since, like I said, I felt responsible because I was the one driving it. I was helping her try to get the car fixed because we needed to get back and forth to work from Stanford. And that's like, you know, it's a ride. So I couldn't pay my storage unit. She was supposed to give me some of the money back so that I can at least still cover, you know, the bills that I had to cover. Because at this time I was living with her a whole bunch of other stuff with her dad had happened, domestic violence, trying to kill me, and we ended up back in my mom's house. Um, so, I fell behind on my storage unit. I couldn't do it, and I lost everything. Right? That was hard for me. It was hard for me to lose everything that belonged to my daughter. Like, it was really hard, because everything I had just went through with her dad and everything I had just went through with her and finding out what happened to her and dealing with all of that and trying to cope with all of that and her conditions getting worse and everything else. So, I hate when I'm my thigh itches, man. Because my leg won't let me reach down and scratch the right way. But, um, so I did lose my storage, right? And then I had to try to get back on my feet from that. Then at the same time, I ended up losing my job, and then I found that I was pregnant, and it was just like, it was a lot. It was a lot, and all of this transpired in, a, in months. Like, in, I went, man, listen, I went on a hot girl summer. You feel me? And um, got knocked up in that hot girl summer. No, let me stop. I was not being no thought, cause that's just not me. I can't sleep around with people just to sleep around. I've never been that way. Like, I have to have some type of connection or something. But. I just came out of a nine-year relationship, almost a nine-year relationship, and all of it was not peaches and creams, and the last, like, three years were, like, honestly, really hard. They were really extremely hard, and they were hard to survive, and the domestic violence was getting worse, this was bad, you know what I'm saying, the cheating, and at the time, I didn't really have proof that he was cheating, per se, like, But he was cheating with a girl who called me her friend. Her kids broke bread with me and I broke bread with them. Like, their house, our house, like, whatever. Um, so when he did show up and try to kill me and did all that, and then when he did that, hitting me in my face and actually made me believe, and I was like, this is it. I'm calling the cops. We done. I don't give a fuck what you got in here. Get the fuck out. Like, you put your hands on me. Like, he's choked me before. Like, had him actually hit me. That was like, no way, he did hit me once. Yeah, it was that time. He messed up my jaw. Um, anyway, so 
when all of that had happened, I lost my section eight. I tried getting an apartment in Bridgeport. I had one, my grandmother passed away, went to Puerto Rico, left somebody else to pay the rent. They never went and dropped off the check and paid the rent. I came back to an eviction notice that I had to be out. That's how we ended up in my mom's house. So it was a lot that happened, okay? And because I was in a relationship for so long, I told myself, this is gonna be my summer. I'm not working right now, I'm trying to heal from this car accident. I'm trying to heal from everything I've just been through. So I'm just gonna live my life this summer. Like this summer, I'm gonna be a responsible but non-responsible adult, if that makes sense, okay? I'm still gonna try to have some fun, which I deprived myself for the past few years of being in this relationship. Created a tag page, got on there. Met one person, vibed, connect. You know what I'm saying? We linked up. Next thing you know, my ass is knocked up. I have conceiving issues, so I didn't think that was gonna be a possibility. So many years of me trying to get my daughter a sibling, and I couldn't. So, and I was told I have conceiving issues that my eggs die before they come down. Plus, I had to have a DNC done after I had given birth to her a few months after because I just didn't stop bleeding and it was just really bad and my walls were really thick so it wasn't a possibility that I would be carrying a baby or that I didn't have a hole and the baby would fall out of and I couldn't have no more kids like I was told this from jump you feel me so obviously when I get pregnant with my son um I'm not gonna turn around and just you know get rid of it because I've been asking for a sibling for my child like I feel like I was gonna be a hypocrite in God's eyes like God was gonna look at God was gonna look at me and be like listen here bitch you know you know he's not gonna cuss but he gonna look at me and be like listen here bitch you asked me for a kid I finally give you one and then you're gonna turn around and terminate it like you ain't getting no more then I would have been destroyed you feel me because each one of these kids done saved me in a really hard time in my life all right when I was struggling and going through it and trying to figure out is this really what I want to do life at all in general I was born in shit born to shit like a product of shit like come on come on I got shit written all over my damn DNA like literally so yeah Everything that has happened in my life, other people have played in a part. Like, I ended up at my mom's house because of what happened with my daughter's father. It's the Section 8. Then I ended up, you know, losing that apartment because nobody paid the rent while I was trying to deal with the death of my grandmother and getting her stuff together. And so I left somebody else who I thought was responsible to handle it. They didn't. And this landlord had a friend in the courthouse, so he never played no games. He knew what he was doing. So I moved out before they even put it on my record. But um, that's how I ended up back in my mom's house. So, like, every scenario, every tragedy that's happened in my life that has rocked it has not been because I fully have been a blame of it. You feel me? Like, has not been, I trusted the wrong person to pay the rent. That was my fault. Correct. You feel me? Um, I didn't pay the rent before I left because I had to wait for my last paycheck. I had just lost my shelter job. The same time I find out my grandmother is dying and I have to leave and then she dies before I even make it to Puerto Rico. So I was not in no headspace. Like this was the woman who, if it wasn't for her and my grandfather, I wouldn't know what love is. I wouldn't know what it's supposed to feel like. I wouldn't know what it's supposed to look like. I wouldn't know what a relationship is supposed to look like. I wouldn't know what a relationship is supposed to feel like. If it wasn't for my grandparents. So, yeah. 
a lot of things in my life that have happened have happened because other people have played a part. So, yes, my life right now is the way that it is. And again, I just said the same thing. But I I wish one day, I'm hoping that one day I can tell y'all the full story without the people that are involved getting offended. Or looking at it negatively. We all do shit. Shit happens. You feel me? Like... I just would love to be able to teach other people and educate other people because of it. I just don't know how to do it without causing any problems. And that's why I can't be fully transparent when it comes to the story. So I don't really talk about it per se. If y'all notice, I skip certain parts and like I just don't really go into details about certain things. I just vaguely say something or I just throw something in there and I keep it pushing. That's why I'm purpose. That's because I don't want to relay somebody else's information I respect too much even though I'm not respected and that's not a good thing that's not a good thing at all I mean it isn't once you you've been disrespected stop continuing to respect man just keep it pushing and keep it moving like just keep going just go 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 like just leave just bounce deuces later guitar see ya after a while crocodile I got 11 minutes, y'all. 11 minutes, y'all. I'm about to leave y'all in a few minutes. Don't miss me too much when I'm gone. But I just feel it was important to kind of say that because I feel like the best coaches are the ones that go through shit. Like right now, I was just listening to a podcast and, and Natalia Graciano was talking on it. I didn't know that she had porn. I didn't know that she was a, sec- a drug addict. I didn't know... She's a influential. She's a motivational speaker. She's a, a woman's coach. Like she's making big bucks. Like she's known for her stuff. I've listened to her and she's good. But guess why she's good? Because she's gone through shit and can talk to you on a first-hand level, not what she thinks or what she believes. But what she knows because she's lived it. Same shit with me, boo. Same shit with me. If your life seems so unorganized, who else can help you organize it? Because I want, I have OCD. I want organization in my life. And since I can't have mine, I'm going to help somebody else's with theirs. I don't know. I just wanted just to throw that out there. Because it was bothering me. And it was bothering me. It was bothering me was bothering me because that was a little stigma that I have for myself and then I don't know I guess I projected it out there and I didn't want to so now I'm letting it go I'm putting it out here on the podcast and on the YouTube because I'm letting it go I'm releasing it to the universe I am giving it all to you Nana came back she went to Dunkin Don't love me I sent you eyes to tell you I was watching you you left and then you want to dunk a donuts you still don't love me y'all YouTube y'all see her right she don't love me bye bye hey later on these six I know she heard me but uh yeah, Nana don't love me. She went to Dunkin' Donuts, bro. She went to Dunkin' Donuts, bro.
She went to Dunkin' Donuts. Y'all, she went to Dunkin' Donuts. And I ain't get no Dunkin' Donuts, y'all. Man, I just did that to me. She sure did. I'm not going to apologize for this content being all over the place because I clearly started with saying that I was letting go of whatever was bothering me so that I can be centered and ready for this session I have at 11. And that's why it's all over the place. That's how my mind is. That's how it works. That's literally like I'll jump from here and then talk about that in my head for a few minutes and jump to this one and talk about that one in my head for a few minutes and then jump back over there and talk about that one. I don't stick a topic all the way through. That requires too much focus and too much concentration I don't have because of the ADHD. And then you add on everything else and it just makes my focus less. I do it when I write too. If you go to my blogs, you're going to see it as well. It's consistency and it's consistent. That's the one thing I can tell you that will be consistent on all my content. My inconsistency. That's who I am. And I'm showing you guys firsthand who I am. I am not pretending to be anything else. This is how I show up in my life every day. And this is how I show up for you guys. Because this is who I am. That's who I am. I'm not sugarcoating nothing. I'm like this all the time. But the crazy part is my kids are like this too because of their ADHD. So when we all have conversations, sometimes I got to be like, bro, hold on. You just changed the subject on me. Wait, I'm not, I wasn't ready yet. Can you just give me a second? Like, you just switched it out of nowhere. I was still kind of into that topic. We were just talking about damn fly. I was still kind of into that topic. And it came back to the top of my head. Um, I... It's the fly's fault while I'm changing the subject right now, okay? Not mine. I told y'all, sometimes other people do shit and shit happens and don't be my fault. So right now, I'm letting y'all know it's the fly's fault while I'm about to change the subject. One thing notice about flies. They will hit the same spot twice. You have to literally try to get them, like, swat them out the first time. They'll come back one time exactly in the same spot. It's like they have an airplane, like, a slingshot. And back to the same place they were. And back to the same place they were. And after the second time that you swing them off, they don't come back to the same spot. Because they already realize, if I keep going there, I'm going to be bothered. I noticed that shit about flies. I I noticed that. And I noticed that because down here there's a lot of fucking flies. There's no screens in these shits. So when we open the air out and stuff like that, we get these motherfuckers. But I noticed that. I'm just sharing that with y'all for, you know, if y'all care. I just, you know, whatever. Whatever. It's me. Love me or hate me. I'm always going to be who I am. Because I don't know who else to be. Except for the person that used to wear that mask and no longer wears it. No, no, no. Because she lives her truth and in her reality don't mind me it's the ADHD today I got five minutes y'all five minutes y'all think maybe yeah I would try to I would try to five minutes y'all five minutes y'all I'm not nervous I am nervous let me stop lying I'm nervous I'm getting a jitterbugs I'm getting a jitterbugs and you know another thing that makes it nerve-wracking for me too Getting this tooth chipped, sometimes I struggle articulating my words because, like, the other tooth gets in my darn way. 
and it'll get caught in my lip and then I, the word don't sound right or like too much air is going through if I talk too hyped up and then I start to hear this and the, yeah then I got another tooth that I cracked and I got another tooth that I cracked listen mental health ain't no joke okay when y'all go through y'all episodes, please, please try to keep track of y'all teeth and y'all, and y'all just, just the hygiene. Because I know how we do. We get into that depression and it's like nothing matters. You don't care if your whole body rottens because you want to die anyways type shit. Well, listen, when you get out that shit, you're going to be like me regretting it. Huh? Good morning, princess. So don't be like me. Don't, please don't be like me please because I am regretting not paying attention to like my teeth mainly because my body wasn't I was still taking showers like yeah there's just certain things I can't let um okay boo boo well wait you gotta where is the the four-legged animal she's not here huh where's she going all right go ahead then go ahead hurry up she just woke up and she already wanna go outside. Like, what the fudge? Aww. But anyways, I got three minutes, y'all. So I gotta end this. I gotta end this. I gotta end this. End this. End this. Ooh, or I'ma be late. Ooh, yo, it really does hurt to lift my arms up like that for real, because the weight from this excessive sip. Y'all see this? Y'all see this? I mean, do y'all see this excessive skin? Podcasters, y'all don't. I'm sorry, but. Y'all see this excessive skin? Like, bro, this, y'all could feed a whole family with this piece right here. My bone is all the way up here. All this is just skin. Like, ah, my arm, my elbow. Ah. Like, even when I look at my arm, I really did do that, y'all. My elbow is really not happy right now because I really left my arm out too long. But um, there's even excessive skin here, like down here. Like I've never seen anybody have excessive skin down here. Like this is ridiculous. But anyways, it was nice talking to y'all. Thank you so much for listening to me while I was letting off everything on my mind so that I can get ready for this session and kill it like I know I can do. Um, I'll probably hop back on and let y'all know how's it going. Depending on when this is posted, I'll still pop back on anyways. Like regardless like you feel me but um make it count y'all for tomorrow ain't promised to nobody so let's make it today jealous later gators